This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, everybody. It's us. It's the Straight from the Net girls. I'm Danielle. Here I am. It's Jamie. I was like, are you going to tell them who you is? Here I am, the one that you love. <laughs> That's air supply for you young ones. Look them up. <laughs> you know what? We have had lots of new listeners. We have. So just in case y'all don't read our bio and you only listen to us, which we love, by the way. Um, Jamie and I have been friends since we were six years old. We grew up together. Together. Together forever. And the only way out of this is in a box, bitch. <laughs> so, and we've been friends forever. We're always on the internet like everybody else. And we thought, well, I thought one day I was listening to what? What was it? My favorite murder? Yes. And I was like, we this should bitch, do one. This is how it went. I'm over here minding my own business. <laughs> and I'm, I'm learning the job. It was when we first started with, I first started with her boss, my ex-boss. <laughs> um, and she was like, we should do a podcast. And I'm like, okay. And she was like, no, for real, we're going to do a podcast. And I'm like, okay. Then this bitch calls me over one day and there's microphones and she's like, we're doing a podcast. And that's how that I did. went. Yeah. And then it was just on like Donkey Kong. And you can kind of tell too, because I haven't remastered a lot of season one yet. I haven't done any of them. I should get Bruce to do it for me. Yes. Yeah, yeah, like when he's done the millions of projects I gave right. him. So now I need you to listen to all of these and edit them. Yeah, edit them all and re-upload them for me, please. But uh, so that's how we came about and we continue to do it. And guess what? We're now in season three. So yeah. we are very, very excited about that. And let's see. Our listenership just keeps growing and growing and we're not really doing too much. We're not. We're, we're like really lucky. I think. We um, can put in the least I think it effort. helps that we, you know... I've mentioned things on TikTok. I got yeah. I got some followers. I mean, I don't have a lot of followers, but I got a decent amount. Got like 137. Oh my God, she's in the tens of tens now. Yes. It's happening for her. It's moving it's, along. It's happening. There's three digits. I know. I'm so very excited for you. Um, well, let's... Oh, wait. Oh, no, we don't want to do that. We want to go over here. Um, did we wish our fact checker Jay a happy birthday? <gasps> happy birthday, Jay! It is Jay's birthday. Well, it was, I think, Sunday. Sunday, it was Jay's birthday. So this Friday, I am taking our fact checker out to Pat's for karaoke and some food. You are? I am. Oh, okay. You want to leave these fucking kids and your husband at home and come along to karaoke with us? I might. I don't know. I'm so tired. Get you a moment out the fucking house. Oh, well, somebody's in Columbus, Ohio right now, and they're binging. They're at 105 listeners <gasps> at the moment. Oh, is it Drew Carey? I don't know, but I just wanted to give a shout out to whoever you are at Columbus, Ohio. It'd be awesome if you want to write us in at straightfromthenet at gmail.com. And, and if, they're binging, are. if they're binging, I know they hear us. I know that they hear us when we're like, hey, Ireland, write us in. And nobody ever does. I know. Like, what weird. the fuck? Well, maybe we should be grateful for it because some of these people, they start getting like really big and then just the awfulest comments start all the time. You know what? I'm not afraid of awful comments. But it's all the time. I don't care. No? Bring it on. Drink all the haterade you want. Yeah? Jamie will not sit idly by though. Jamie will fire back at your ass. 
And it, but that just kind of like brings it on worse, I think, sometimes. It's a turn on. All right. Uh, I'm, really? an, I'm an Aries. I am bred for sex and war. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> You're so silly. Oh my God. Well, I just wanted to make sure that we pointed that out. In the meantime, I don't really have like a whole lot going on. I was supposed to be on vacation last week and that didn't really work out. I mean, I did. I got a little bit of something, something, but is it really vacation with you and you're with your neediest children? No. It really isn't. I've never taken Katie on a vacation. Well, we didn't go anywhere. It was like a home thing. Yeah, but, but I, I just still. I just want to throw that out there that I've never taken Katie on vacation because I don't feel like it's vacation if you have your children. I know. it. It's just... Like, Ugh. everybody's like, I want to take the kids to the beach. And I'm like, fuck that. I'm going to take myself to the beach and the kid can stay with a friend or a relative because I'm not not enjoying myself. I know. I probably should have made it like a day trip at some point, but it is what it is. So I go back to work. I went back to work today. And I mean, just like for one little thing, but I don't know. There's not. Oh, we did Oktoberfest on Sunday. You did Oktoberfest. Yes. I have not been to Oktoberfest since I was probably 21 years old and I was with my ex-husband. And I remember going, it might've been even before that because I remember him picking me up and he was, he like swung me around. And back then I was like nice and skinny. And I had my little back tattoo, and he was like, "Look at her tattoo!" Like, cause it, my pants came down just enough where you could see my little tramp stamp. And I remember it then, but I had that done when I was like eighteen or nineteen. So yeah, it was a long, long, long time ago. And we never went, and I never went back since, cause it's not really my scene to be around I, all those people. Yeah, I was never really an Oktoberfest girl from the door. Mm-hmm. Um. And I'm not really an Oktoberfest girl now. We went a couple of years ago, and it was fun. We went with Devin, but, like, the whole Oktoberfest thing, that is a little space and a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But you can go to fucking Oktoberfest and see people that you haven't seen your whole entire, like, in years and years and years and years and years. You know what? I like, did you're like, not. Holy shit, I thought you were dead. You know, I didn't see anybody that I didn't know. So we went with Beth Ann and Chris and their and their little one. And um the the start of Oh, oh, I almost died. My my, my, <laughs> my chair went back. I almost died. This was it. <laughs> um the starters came, so that was really nice. And I get to t- get to go with the kids, which is nice. Um but my brother was there with his wife and her son and their well, their son, I guess. And I missed them. You didn't see them? No. And I was like, what are the odds of that? So I think it was funny that you're like, you'll end up seeing all these people. I'm like, I didn't even see the people I've known my whole life. <laughs> I just scan the crowd when I'm there, though, because I'm looking for the people. I mean, it was really neat. I got to try. I never had real German potato salad before. It's delicious. That's what I make. Oh, I just good. make mine cold. Yeah. Um. So I did like that. It was, it did kind of upset me because it upset my GERD. So I have like GERD now that I'm older. But um, I guess because of the vinegar. Yeah. In it or something. So that kind of upset it. But um, God, there was like so many good foods. And, you know, Bruce and I got a hat. And, you know, we have our little, you know, Oktoberfest hats now. And, and me and Beth were like, you know, we should do this like every year. Just make it a thing where you come with the family. Because it is a really great day. Like we went on Sunday. And it was not super See, crazy and crowded. and that's where you and Beth go wrong. Let's bring the family. Shut the fuck up. Well, Let's it was great for the kids. You go to Oktoberfest to fucking drink your ass off and be drunk and stupid. That's what Oktoberfest is meant to be. Sunday is family day, though. And we went on family day. And that was nice. I did get to try, um, there's some kind of beer that Bruce got. And it's, uh, something spat, 
something or whatever. I can't remember what it's called. And it was Oktoberfest and I tried that and it was really, it was good. I just had like a half a beer and he actually like, was like, you're driving. <laughs> and we got there, he got like a big stein and had it filled up twice. So he had like 32 ounces of beer. And he was like, I'm feeling all right. And yeah, it was like he, the first time because he never drinks. When we so, go out, he drives. So so here's where to find all your long lost high school friends. It's like a high school fucking reunion. Okay. You go on Saturday or Friday. Uh, yeah, of course. Either the first or the second night. Right. Behind the beer tent is a bunch of picnic tables. Right. That is where they all hang out. Mm-hmm. That is the spot. That yeah. has always been the spot. And it's the spot for generations to generations. Like right <laughs> now, right now, our people are in that spot. When I was younger, my mom and dad's people were in that spot. Mm. Like, that's where you find... We went... They made you do a thing called, like, a magic card this time. So, yeah. like, when you bought, like, food and stuff like that, you had... Instead of it being tickets, it was on, like, a little credit card. Mm-hmm. So, we did that. That was... It was neat, though. We had, like, you know, plenty of food. We had a drink. Uh, Bruce got a nice little buzz. Came I home with fish. Home. Oh, yeah, we won fish. And then I ended up... <laughs> So, this is how lame I am. So, yesterday, I get up and I'm like, baby, I need to call baby. And I'm like, can you take me to Trader Joe's? <laughs> That's how fucking lame I am. Because I didn't realize there was one near us. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to check it out. And they had some decent little things. I spent like 70 bucks in there. Like, just getting snacks and stuff for the kids. Because I'm on this whole thing right now where um, our little one, well, they all pack lunch for some reason. They all want to pack lunch, which is fine. But the little one... I can do, like, fun things with, and he's, like, a really good eater, so I went and got, like, these things that, like, cut out shapes, and you're, like, sandwiches, and then there's, like, these cute little picks with, like, little animal faces on them, and all kinds of different little things, so I went and did all that, and I'm, like, obsessed with doing lunchboxes now. Have you been watching that on TikTok? No, it's on, I'm in a mom's group, a mom, it's called Mom's Lazy Lunches or something like that. And I'm obsessed with, they don't look lazy at all. They look fucking redonkulous. And now I'm like, I save a lot of them, but I'm doing pretty good with it. And then like Jonathan, he, you know, packs his lunch too. And I pack his stuff and him and the little one basically get like the same thing, but the little one just gets a little less. And then our daughter just kind of takes snacks and she just sort of eats like when she wants to eat kind of thing. She doesn't really take like a lunch lunch, but I'm like, I'll pack a lunch for you too. So anyway, we leave there and we well when we left Oktoberfest we had the two fish. So Bruce won me two fish. And I bought like one of those little tanks for the little tiny thing to hold on to it. Because mm-hmm. I knew I had wanted to get fish anyway, but I didn't have anything to put them in right away. Like we had like the crayfish. Maybe tank your and all fish that. can play with my fish and we'll I take know. them on a play date. Well, I named the two Bill and Ted. Oh, did you? Yes, Bill and Ted. Well, it's so funny. So our daughter wanted to name them after serial killers. Yeah. I she's know. into serial killers right now. So she was like, can one be Ted and the other one would be Bundy? Because she just watched the Ted Bundy documentary. I was like, no. How about something a little nicer? Oh, no, my I God. Just, listen to my dog know, knocking on the door. Yeah, the I dog's, like, I, knocking on the door to come in. I was in. leaving last week. I was like, um, I saw Richard Ramirez on her phone, and I was like, what you doing there? Yeah, she, like, is really into serial killers right now. So when we left Trader Joe's, I was like, can we go to Petco? And, um, so we, we got the tank out and everything, but we didn't have any more supplies. So I was like, can we go to Petco? So then I got four more goldfish. And I was like, oh my God. And I ordered all these supplies. By the time I was done, it was like $65 online. And then like another $25 in the store. I got four more goldfish. Look, my goldfish are fat as fuck. They haven't got longer. They are just round. They look like little meatballs in there. Are you feeding them too much? Um... 
You are, aren't you? To be fair, they were feeder fish, and they weren't supposed to live, and they were like, you should feed them, like, three times a day. Now they can only get fed twice a day. And then they'll get fed once a day. When I feel like, I feel like they're hungry. Like, would you only want to eat once a day? But they're tiny little nothings. Their their stomachs are, like, the size of, like, half of my pinky the, nail. The girl has irritable bowel syndrome, but she shits out everything she eats. So she's <laughs> hungry all the time. Oh, my God. Irritable bowel. I love that, though. That's so funny. I am, like, fucking obsessed with these fish. Like, in the morning, like, Paco will be like, good morning, baby. And he'll be, like, in the kitchen, and I'll be coming down the stairs. And I will stop to the fish before I go to him. Oh, really? And I'll be like, hi. And I'll tap on the glass, and they'll come up to the little thing and be like... Aww. And I'm like, hi, babies. And then I'll feed him. And then I'll be like, hi, baby. And he's like, like he'll walk into the bathroom and he'll be like, hi, sweet cute fishy. Yeah. And I'm like, you're such a good fish dad. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, we did that. And that was nice. And now it's like, uh, back to work today. And I really wasn't supposed to come back today. I was supposed to come back tomorrow. Oh, what <sighs> happened with me? Oh, I graduated. I graduated training. I know, which is exciting. And now you're, like, not in Dover anymore. Now I'm officially a DMV worker. <laughs> they sent her back. She's ready to go, they said, guys. Um, I was deemed competent by the state. Oh, my God. Could you imagine if one day we ever do get big and people just start coming into the DMV to see you and be like, Oh, my God, there's Jamie! If we get big enough to where I don't have to work at the DMV, fuck the DMV. I don't know. <laughs> you just um, never know, though. <laughs> Uh, this weekend we, we laid Paco's father to rest. I know. Ugh. Um, well, we had a service. He, yeah. He's getting in, um, he's getting cremated and put in Grace Lawn on the 2nd. Oh, okay. Um, we did that. And then Saturday, I got myself a little cheer em up and went to see Miss Layla. Oh, no. And Aww. let me tell you how she's so, A, she's beautiful. It's your great niece. B, she's my great niece. Mm-hmm. C... She looks like she is so fed up with everybody's shit. I love that. I said, does she have resting bitch baby face? Resting baby bitch face. Erased, yeah, resting baby bitch face. No, it's not resting. Like, she literally looks like she's getting ready to throw hands with everybody. (laughs) I love that, though. It's so funny. Like, you talk to her, and she's just like, like, she's just tired of everyone's shit, and she's all of three months old. Aww. She's like, fuck this hoe. <laughs> but you know, she's, your sister just looks so incredibly happy. I was telling Jamie that while, before we started podcasting. Um, it's like, your sister was always supposed to be that child's grandmother. Like, yeah. she just beams and beams. And if any of you listen to the podcast, like, you'll know, like, how crazy the family is and, like, all their little I'm telling you right now, though, Carrie. Stuff. Carrie has always been that way with babies. Right. Like, Carrie, it's no wonder the bitch had four kids. She probably would have had more if Riley didn't rip her uterus out. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like, she fucking has always been that way. Like, and, like... If she still had a uterus, it would be glowing every time she hold she held Layla. Oh, and really? my niece is having a boy. Oh, I know. Oh my gosh. In so January, she's have another grandbaby. So she's gonna have a grandson mm-hmm. and a granddaughter. So that's so cute. So there's that. But how exciting is that, though? Like you guys all have like so much like coming up. Yeah, that's exciting. I have Vegas coming up next month, and I can't fucking wait. Is it next month? Oh, it is October. Yep. 
Oh, wow. Okay. The end of October. I'm not excited because my benefits don't kick in until November. So how the fuck am I going to get Xanax for my plane ride? Because <laughs> I don't well, have any insurance. Excuse me. Anybody well, they're out not there? expensive. They're not. I could probably talk to Chandra and be like, can I get like five of them bitches? Because you could probably get like a whole 30 day supply for like $5 at, $5 at the, the Walmart. She she'll be like, Jen, the problem is you'll get addicted. You could only have five and then come back in a year and I'll give you five more. Yeah, I don't like Jamie's doctor. She doesn't. No. She's but, lucky. She almost got herself told to F off. To be fair, week. you know, I don't have the health problems like that, that we're dealing with. That yeah, dealing I know. With. So yeah. she's not like that with me. She's like, okay, here we go. I know. I'm like, the way you talk about her, you, you think she's going to come in floating on like a fucking carpet or something. Like she's just going to be like, let me help you get through this. I can't remember, do. I can't do her. Her. What's remember her? also that I was her very first patient. So yeah. when she moved from Washington to Delaware, yeah, it was her very first patient. So I don't know. I think it's just maybe she just has like a special kind of place. Yeah, for maybe. Well, you know what? This guy. He. So has fine. a special place in everybody's heart. <laughs> Apparently, according to I would like him to have to a special place TikTok. in my vagina. <laughs> taco. taco. I said taco instead of Paco. <laughs> it happens. Paco is not going to be happy hearing you say that all the time. First tacos. of all, Paco don't listen to shit. <laughs> you too. does not listen to shit on this podcast. See, I can't get away with nothing. Bruce listens to everything. I, do. I can't get away with anything. Paco was like, whatever makes you happy, baby, as long as you ain't talking to me. <laughs> like, he is so fucking relieved that I have something to do that I really like. And he's proud of us. He's like, yes. I'm so proud of you. But he is not, like, down for it. Yeah. Like, he's like, I'm not going to listen. Well, there is this principal, and I don't know what school he went to. I, I don't know if I'm ever going to find out where it was. But the whole point of me doing this is, A, it's people. A, I think it's adorable that this principal was like, hey, this guy's like this big TikToker. He's from our community or nearby or whatever it was because it had to have been nearby for him to get right. there. Um, if, if, is it, which one's the, what's the name of the um, barber? Is it Herman or something like that? Um, I don't know. Let me say. Oh, crap. I can't. It does. It's the thing at the very end, but it doesn't. It's not showing it to me. So I'm like so annoyed right now. Like I just want to see what it is at the very end. Oh, that's my bathroom. It's not gonna let me do it. Oh no! Hold on! Hold on! Crap! I can't. It's not gonna let me do it. Oh my god! <laughs> Every. Anyway, look. The whole point I was trying to make was the guy was somewhat nearby. It wasn't like he got on a flight or anything. So his students talked him into going to this barber, and he walks in, and he's super white. He's got, like, dockers on and, like, a button-down white t-shirt. He's got a beard and, you know, whatever. I mean, he just looks like somebody that you're going to see, like, I don't know, at, like, Tyler's up the road or something. Right. You know, like, after he gets out from his, like, finance job. Right. <laughs> you know, at, like, the bank or something. Or you're going to see him in Trolley Square here in Wilmington after he gets right. out of the bank, right? So he goes in. This guy does his thing. He gets, like... Like, real hood, real fair. Like, this guy hooks him up, right? He does the whole line on his beard and everything. Yeah, he Gives him a part. He cuts him. Yeah, he gets him all good. Gives him, like, he's, like, he's hood now. Like, he looks good, right? And I love that because we're from Newcastle. Like, we're not really from Newcastle, but we're around Newcastle. Who the fuck is from Newcastle? Not me. Well, I'm thinking about, like, Newcastle Barbershop. 
I think because a lot of because we all went, we all were there. We're from Bear. Well, which is like yeah. Newcastle, but like significantly less trashy. <laughs> You think so? Not anymore. Bears like I mean a mecca for like we were we were they they were trashier at an early age than us. Well, Bear used to be the place when we were younger, and now it's like a a mecca for heroin. But anyway, we all go to the Newcastle barbershop, so I was thinking of it that way. And like my boys all get the part and everything, and I told first to go get the part one day. So I already like these kinds of haircuts. They already do it for me because you know it just is. So anyway, he gets all hooked up, and they show him at the end, and all these women. This one woman was like. She's, you know, African-American. She goes, oh, he's invited to the cookout. <laughs> like, I thought that was so great. Another one actually said she put raisins in it for you. What? Remember, said they were, like, talking about white people put raisins in their potato salad? I don't know where the fuck that came from, but that was also in the 7.8 thousand comments. She said, I will put raisins in your potato salad if you come by my house. For the record, people, I don't know anybody that puts fucking raisins in their potato salad. No, I'm like, what... We don't take them then. If there's a fucking white bitch out there putting raisins in their potato salad, we don't, we don't claim her. We we don't claim her. Oh, She's got to go. And Danielle is definitely not eating anything with raisins because she don't do healthy like that. I like raisins though. My mom won't eat raisins because she thinks they look like mouse turds. Oh. <laughs> Which is funny because she used to have goats and it looks more like goat poop than rouse yeah, turds. It's so right. funny because Danielle... <laughs> Danielle, we were out for her bachelorette party and she had all this ketchup on the plate and our, my friend Matt said something to her about her ketchup and I was like, leave her alone. At least she's eating vegetables. I know. <laughs> okay, can I just tell you, the other day, Bruce made this concoction with Brussels sprouts with like this Parmesan yeah, wing it was, it sauce was last, or something. Yeah, it was when we were here for, uh, the last time I was here for the podcast. And I time. actually did eat them. It was good. It was, so it was like the first time He's I actually probably, ate someone one. Someone said he was like, thank God, green. Yeah, oh, and I ate asparagus on the night of his birthday. You know so what, bitch? That's probably why he's falling apart because you're like, he ain't got don't no... eat that shit here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> his body's falling apart because he doesn't have any vegetables. <laughs> the only vegetable he gets is corn and it's like a starch. It's not even a vegetable. But um, I, the, the second part of the whole reason I brought this up was it was, it's funny to me how sometimes men get a lot of slack for saying the things that they do about hot women. So, right. you know, you get women with these things and they're like, oh, she can sit on my face any day or whatever they say, Right. But then I have 7.8 thousand comments and most of them, 99.9% of them are from women and they are all saying things like they wanted attention. So for one, for one, it says, you said the school looking for volunteers <laughs> and then it's, what's the school? I need his number. Yes, daddy. Ew. Yeah, I know. Parent teacher conference is about to hit different once they post this year's faculty photo. <laughs> you ain't never seen so many volunteers. <laughs> So they had all kinds, and they said, oh, wow, PTA meetings will definitely be hitting different. It's about to be a brand new kind of principal's office in that high school now. (laughs) I just think it's so funny, like, the stuff that they say about, and I'm like, wow, women really are nuts. I watched a video on TikTok where they had this firefighter, and he was, like, dressed in a certain way, and then he, like, did, like, the transition, and he was in this, like, firefighter uniform, Uh which was way too tight for him, but Oh, I saw that one. Does he look like Channing Tatum? No. Oh, he doesn't look like that? No. There's a Channing Tatum lookalike on there, so, and he's really stuck up his own ass. So, this guy does this thing, and the women come to fucking bat. They're like... They love it. They're like, not me over here playing with matches. <laughs> and then there was one was like, I'm married to a firefighter. I think mine's broken. <laughs> but, but this is a good example because there is a girl on TikTok right now 
And I've been wanting to talk to her about her for a while, and I, I haven't gotten, like, I always forget. But this reminds me of it. There's a girl named Coco, and she does a series on TikTok called Dating in D.C. Okay. So she lost her job when COVID hit. She moved in with her. She's a, I think she's a writer. Right. Um, She went and lived with her aunt and uncle for a while, and the beginning of her series, her videos, it's just her fucking with her uncle. Right. Um... Then she goes and she visits a friend. She likes the place where they hang out. She likes the neighborhood. Just so happens he's got an opening in this building. So she moves in there. Mm-hmm. So she, the people like are mean to her right off the bat, but she didn't care because she was like, oh, well, you know, it's DC. So she moves to DC yeah. in the same neighborhood as friend. And then she starts her series, Dating in DC. Right. Well,. There's a group chat about her. Like, all these what? people in their na- in her neighborhood have a group chat about her. And all the bars and all that. There's this one bar that, like, fucking told the world her location. She's, like, sharing. This bartender is, like, sharing, hey, Coco just left here and she's going here. Why? She gave people her real name, her real address, everything. I don't know exactly what brought this on, but the people what are the just hell? fucking assholes to her. So now... She was doing this series, and she she really liked this guy that she calls... She doesn't use their real names, mm-hmm. so she calls this guy Chef. He's a chef at one of the restaurants. She really likes him. They hit it off. You know, she's seen him for a while, and then he, he's like, oh, I don't want a relationship, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Then, a couple weeks later, he calls her back, and he's like, hey, I want to try again, and then he ghosts her. Oh. So, she goes to where she was supposed to be having lunch with him. You know, she rides her bike over there. And she sits down and then she meets another guy named Nick who, you know, wines her and dines her and they have a good time and he asks her out and she goes out with him too. Come to find out, they're all part of this group chat and they're fucking with her. (gasps) Is this for real? Yes. It's called Dating in DC. So they're fucking with her and they have, now they have another, a TikTok group. What? Right. So the girl at one of these restaurants Goes as far as having her arrested, uses her cop boyfriend and has her arrested. And then puts a restraining order saying that she feels like she's in danger. When that's not the case. She's the one that gave, like, the girl's personal address and shit out. So, if you, now there's a Facebook group where these these bullies are heading up this Facebook group, group called Stop Endangering Women. And they just attack her. They do nothing but attack her. They stitch her videos. They share her videos. They do nothing but attack her. What the shit? Yeah. This is like a movie. Like one of those really weird cult-like movies. So she's been arrested. She's been to court. Coco has. Yeah. Or the other girl. Coco. Why is she arrested again? For making TikToks, basically. What? Right. So. What the hell? Yeah, it's a whole thing. So she goes to court. The judge is like, this is fucking stupid. And throws it out. Because... Like, there's no reason for this girl to have a restraining order. She's not doing anything to hurt you. Um, what the hell? Yeah, so it was a, it's a whole fucking thing. Like, there's a there's another big creator called A Bottle of Wine, and she also has a podcast. She is actually, like, going to bat for Coco and is like, what the fuck is this? But I've watched the whole series, mm-hmm. and it's really cute. Like, there, she's not doing anything wrong. She doesn't really, you know, she doesn't say the date's names or anything like that. She just... Tells you about her little date. And she's all types of whores and everything else because she goes out on a lot of dates. 
Who cares? If a guy was going out on a lot of dates every day, nobody would make a fucking big deal about it. Oh my god. But this is a girl, and she's 30 years old, and she's just out there trying to find love. And what, why did they, I don't, I'm like still trying to figure out like why these people would do such a thing. Yeah. You'd have to, like, I hope they're getting hate shamed or something. Oh yeah. They're, they're, they're getting as much as they're giving. But if you get a chance, it's called dating in DC. That's the series. Um, and she does, goes through all this on her TikTok. She calls these people out. Dating, dating DC, I think it's called. Oh my God. If you have like an hour and a half. Like, go through her whole series and see, because I was, like, floored. Because I went through the whole series of watching this, and then all of a sudden, like, all this shit started happening. And then this bigger, like, before all this came out, I was watching her. Right. So I was kind of, like, watching it as it was happening. Yeah. But, yeah, she got arrested a whole nine yards. So. I would be, like, seriously, like, going in and filing a complaint against that officer. I would also be filing a complaint against them for harassment. Well, she... And cyber-stalking and harassment. Yeah, but the thing is, like, these bars, like, all these bars that she used to frequent that were, like, in this fucking chat... Yeah. Or, like, getting fucking... They're not okay. Like, they're they're not getting a bunch of business. They're, they're getting, like, fucking bad Yelp reviews and shit like that because of it. But, like, your bartenders are fucking giving... DC is not a, fired. DC is not a safe place. DC is not a yeah. Good it's like the murder capital. No, that's Newark, right? Newark is the murder capital. But or DC, is it still DC, DC is dangerous. Like, and this bitch is out there just giving Coco's information out. Like, here's her name, and she got it off her credit card. Oh my god! Like her real name, not Coco. But see, that could happen to us, and that's right. so scary. It is, but you know. We were talking about TikTok, and I figured I would share that with you. So you should definitely um, look her up and watch her story. I will. Oh, my. I mean, the next time I, you know, get a chance to mention it anyway, I will. Wow, that's insane. It is insane. I know I keep doing that. I'm like, wow, wow. Because I just, I, 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 I it, mm. it like blows my mind that somebody would do such a thing. Meanwhile, you know what else is insane? What? This lady who left her husband for her cousin on her wedding day. Oh, my God. She says, I'm a proud traveler. I left my husband for my cousin on her wedding day. People say it's weird, but I don't care. So, this is like a... Um, she left her husband on their wedding day. She so, her boyfriend? Le- I left... Yeah, I guess. So, here's the thing. She's a traveler, so she's a traveler gypsy. Like, she's from that culture. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. my God. Remember when we used to be all into that? My big, fat mm-hmm. gypsy wedding? So it says, a traveler bride has revealed how she ditched her husband on their wedding day for her cousin. Is this your first cousin or your second cousin or your third cousin? I don't know. I'm about to find out. Okay. This is from, um... (laughs) You're like, shut up, bitch. Let me read. CentralRecorder.com. All right. Cesaria, a 24-year-old from Aberdeen, Maryland. Oh, shit. That's where Katie lives. (laughs) Is she in Aberdeen? Yeah. Oh, wow. Was set to happily ever after with Sam, 28, a fellow traveler. But when the groom rocked up the aisle, oh, when the groom rocked up the aisle, inebriated, Sierra, is it Sierra or Cesaria? Because you spell it different. Here they spell it C-E-S-A-R-I-A, which is Cesaria. And then down here they say they spell it Sierra. Anyway. I don't know. I go with Sierra. Sierra found herself hey, looking, looking for the door and her ex-boyfriend and cousin Kyle were more than willing to join her. 
Sierra was dressed in a vast white and gold ball gown as the wedding began. Speaking to, on TLC's Gypsy Bride US, she says, I'm nervous about today. It's a big day, and I have a lot of thoughts going through my head. Without any other family there to witness her union, she controversially asked Kyle, 21, to give her away. <coughs> Kyle's my only family, and that's why I, want to be a, I wanted him to be a part of the wedding. Kyle admits today, Cesaria, oh my god, all right, <laughs> wedding day, and I'm going to have to walk her down the aisle and hand her off to Sam. It's going to be one of the harder moments of my life because at the end of the day, I want to be where he is, but I have to deal with that. Ooh. And it wasn't just Kyle who was struggling with prospect. With the groom less than happy with the arrangement, Sam adds, I found out last minute that Sam's walking Sierra down the, Sierra again, down the aisle. <laughs> And I'm not too thrilled about the situation. Right. After getting ready, to a reluctant, a reluctant Kyle accompanies his cousin and ex-girlfriend in a horse and cart to the venue. Things quickly turn sour with Sierra reach, when, when Sierra reaches the end of the aisle. I walked into a disappointment. I could smell the alcohol on him, she explained. He couldn't look me in the face. He dropped the wedding rings. Sierra tried her best to enjoy the day after their awkward union. Sam, however, is determined to stop that from happening. Bride, the brides adds, so we got to the, we got to cut the cake, and he couldn't even keep his eyes open. He couldn't fucking talk, can't stand. Everything coming out of his mouth was a slur. He couldn't even keep his eyes open, can't fucking talk, can't stand. Everything coming out of his mouth is a slur. I guess they said it again. I'm so mad right now. I went out of this dress. Sam ruined my wedding. I don't even want to look at him right now i just want to leave sensing his cousin's disappointment kyle to the rescue takes the opportunity to tell her his true feelings he tells sierra i can't sit by and watch all this happen to you this is ridiculous he's a fool you married a joke now now's the time to just to slip away what do you say and sierra doesn't need to ask sierra doesn't need to ask twice seen fleeing through the woods Oh, through the doors with Kyle before sharing a kiss with him in the car park. She says, oh the marriage my. is done. I'm leaving with Kyle. <gasps> the marriage is done? What right. the hell? They there cut the cake. Nine. That's it. According to the show, it's not uncommon for Roman natural gypsies to marry their first cousins. So wedding bells may soon be on the cards. What? Yes. And that's the end of it. Oh, my. Okay. So she was with Sam, but Sam was disrespectful and an asshole on his wedding day. So she was like, you know what? I'm just going to be a cousin fucker and marry my cousin. A cousin fucker. <laughs> a cousin fucker. Oh, my God. We're going to have special. <laughs> we're going to live together and have little babies. Oh, my. They're well, going to be his uncle daddy. Well, I mean, I guess in my mind, it's like, okay, well, if it's normal in your culture, why did you guys just get together like in the first place? You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, why not just get together in the first place? Could you? I couldn't even imagine. Like, I I had cus lots of cousins growing up, and I couldn't imagine marrying any of them. You know what? I guess because in our culture, it's wrong to do so. You're known as family, and you don't do that shit. Hmm. Plenty of people have done it, though. I don't know. For the record, my cousin Brian was really sexy. <laughs> I mean, he, he's passed away, but he was fucking sexy as shit. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'd maybe maybe a little like. <laughs> but probably not oh my god you're still, so funny you're like he was still my cousin he was second cousin but he was still my cousin well i've got something 
Okay. We talked about it before we started as one of the things that I have. Yes. But it made my entire week. And we're going to talk about it. Let's, so this let's is, talk about it. This is via Pink News. And I'm not exactly sure how true this is. It's just something they posted. It doesn't have like, you know, it's not from, I don't know, whatever. It's not from like a thesaurus or, or what? not a thesaurus or whatever, a dictionary. It just what? is what it is. What are you talking about? Okay. <laughs> so in the 1600s. This is the best shit ever, by the way. It is. I learned something today. I learned says, marriage between male pirates is common in the 1600s. It was called mate elotage after the French word for sailor, matelot, or matelot. Matelot partners shared their loot from their voyages, and ships even paid a deceased sailor's portion to their surviving partner. Like, seriously? Back in the 1600s, pirates were like, sure, let's fuck each other up the ass. It's fine, but you know what? Let's fly ahead to 2021 and women can't have abortions and gay marriage is still bad. But back in the day in the 1600s, fucking flying on the, you know, or sailing away, you know, fucking pirates like, let's fuck each other. And if we die, you can have my loot. How fucking weird is that? But in 2021, we're not good with people and I feel who like they love and leaving people alone about what they need to do with their bodies. I feel like. Fuckerooville. The pirates had it right. If you think about it, they just they just sailed the seven seas. They pill- stole shit more pillaging and stealing from the rich and pillaging each other's houses. They were doing <laughs> they were doing that too, apparently. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like they had it right, and I feel like they would have been like the civil rights movement of the 1600s because mm-hmm. the pirates believed in their own lifestyle they didn't follow the rules they didn't care what anybody else thought or society and if you fuck with them they'd either kill you or rob you right good for you well the uh, word i i matey the word is also where the term matey originated matey gay pirates is where matey came from uh, how crazy is that that's a kind of exciting, isn't it? But I'm like, seriously? Pirates? Pirates? Yo, ho, ho, it's a pirate life for me. <laughs> I just kind of feel like, why are we getting it wrong in 2021? Why can't we just leave people alone If in the 1600s? Because there's no such thing as separation of church and state like they're supposed to be. But they, they even had survivor rights for fucking gay pirates. Good for them. For their loot. They had benefits and shit. I, it's just, it's amazing. It's like pirate social security. <laughs> you know what? The whole point of this is everybody just leave it alone. If you can't be better than gay pirates, what is wrong with y'all? Let um, people love who they love. Let people do what they need to do with their body. I don't body. know, Maisie, but I have something. Oh, hold on. My gay heart is singing a song of the open sea. Yar. Yar. Oh my God. Catholic monks had similar relationships? That doesn't shock me. Oh, wow. Holy crap, I never knew that. Anyway, I'm, I don't want to keep looking at the comments because then I'll keep, like, learning things and it's your turn. <laughs> so, there was a man arrested. This is local. Um, This is from the WDEL. WDEL is, like, our, our like, Delaware news Talk station. Radio. So, says a man in Delaware was arrested after refusing to leave the lottery office after they told him he didn't win. So... A Dover man was arrested on charges of trespassing. Capitol Police said Henry J. Fordham 
43, refused to leave the lottery office in Delaware Wednesday, September 15, 2021, after they told him he did not have any winning tickets. Capitol Police ended up having to handcuff him, which they said he resisted. They added that they added that charge to counts of trespassing, offensive touching, and criminal mischief under $1,000. He's now behind bars in Sussex Correctional Institution for failing to post the twenty, the six thousand two hundred dollar bond. Wow. Well, you know why? Because y'all wouldn't give him his fucking lottery ticket winnings. Right. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Did he have the winning ticket? And one of his like family members stole that shit and was like sneaky, sneaky, and he went there and. Don't you think it would have said so? I don't know. You know what I mean? Instead of saying he left, that would be an. But this only happened on the fifteenth. It's only the twenty second. So they could be waiting, holding off, and like gonna go and cash that ticket in i mean you would think he'd be like of course i won the lottery lost my ticket he looks terrifyingly crazy he does look a little so he might just be crazy and he might be then somebody was like he identified as a winner (laughs) (laughs) i love that that's great oh my god that is so freaking funny. He identified um, as a winner. So I've decided I'm going to learn how to play the lottery. Like, because I see these people all the time and they buy all these, like, fucking tickets. And there's this lady that comes into the cigarette shop and she's always in there, like, in the morning when I stop. Um, our cigarette shop opens at 6 a.m. Okay. So she's always in there and she's always, like, in there doing her lottery numbers. And she's won the lottery, like, 18 times. Like, really? they're not the huge lottery. It's, but it's not just like, like a little something. But, something. The, but the Delaware lottery, the ones, like, the three picks and the four picks. Yeah. Like, she's won those. Right. And she's won a pretty hefty amount of money. Right. Oh, my. So I think I want to learn how to play the lottery. Wow. Let me see. Where are we at? Oh, we're only point one. Well... So, speaking of things that could happen in the future, (laughs) but only the futures now. So, this is according to the Rob Report, and this is like real deal, it's really happening. Forget flying cars, the world's first flying motorcycle is coming. Oh my god. I know. This is from Michael Verdon 7 on August 12th, and it's from the Rob Report. But it says, flying cars and flying people with jetpacks are on the way, so why not flying motorcycles? Jetpack Aviation, which already announced or already makes vertical people propellers, just announced a successful test flight of its jet-driven flying motorcycle prototype. The projected performance is easy, rider-worthy, badass, and best of all, the California company plans to produce two consumer versions for everyday users. I don't feel like it's a good fucking idea. It's danger, Will Robinson. Danger. I know. I'm like, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how they are going to get around letting people you fly around need, the streets with one. You don't need biker ba- gangs like Hell's Angels and fucking Pagans flying through the air. Oh, my God. Oh, we just got a thing because Jonathan's, like, refusing to get the vaccine mm-hmm. at the moment. I mean, I'm still, I'm still talking to him. I'm thinking eventually he's going to change his mind. But, um... I have to enroll him in a thing, and I just got a text message for it where he's got to be tested like once a week now. But anyway, so it's gonna be super fun for you. <laughs> like what? Our daughter doesn't want to do it either because she read some things where it said it could mess with her reproductive organs, so she's a little concerned about that. And I'm like, I don't know that I could really like 
I don't know. Like, what am I supposed to say? Get it anyway so you don't die. But then, you know, 10 years from now when you try to have a child, you can't have any kids because you're all, like, fuckered up and goo inside. I don't know. Like, I think we should sit down and maybe talk to her doctor about it and just see, you know, what to see if it'll alleviate her fears or something. But I'm not going to force my children to get it, especially at that age. They can kind of process a... And in Delaware, they can make their own decisions at 13. So yeah. I can't force him to go get it anyway. Right. So when you go, like, you have to be 13 and you get to consent for your own thing. So if I take them and they say they don't want it, they're not going to give it to him anyway. Which is so funny because you know that being Jonathan's under 18 and you signed for his mm-hmm. license, mm-hmm. that if he pisses you off, you can go and sign and revoke his license. Oh, that's fantastic. Until he's, <laughs> until he's 18 and then he has to start the whole thing over and do really? the testing and all that again. Oh, wow. But oh, they're allowed to make their own medical decisions they at can. 13. You know what? They can. And it's, you know, quite a lot of things like, you know, they have a lot, a lot, a lot of say with their medical stuff. And that's fine. So at 12, they can ask you to leave the room. And you're like, um, you're 12 years the fuck old. No, I'm not. But, yeah, they do. They can ask. I mean, my kids have never asked me to leave the room. But, um, you know, like, a lot of this stuff has come up. But, anyway, back to this. So, it says the speeder, is I guess what they're going to call it, is an engineering feat that will require that required Jetpack Aviation to write its own flight control software program to monitor and adjust the thrust. The benefit of that work, which took a year and a half, is an intuitive system that functions like a typical motorcycle and automatically stabilizes the machine in flight. It can take off and land vertically from most surfaces in, rough, in roughly the space taken up by a car, and they can be programmed to fly autonomously. So, holy crap. Wait, so how do they get up there? Is that, like, jet fuel? It's like a jet pack on them, but like, instead I of, don't like, think see how it has those? That, remember you stable. Could, People are going to be blowing the fuck up. Well, apparently, it, this is what it's going to tell you. So, we could have an ultralight version, which requires no pilot's license. Why wouldn't you have a pilot's license? Ready within two years, an experimental category version category version within six months after that, Jetpack Aviation CEO David Mayman told the Rob Report. Seriously, Laney? She's trying to get close to believe her load. I know, but goodness. she it, It's the same thing. It ain't going nowhere. It's a bed. And it's... it's Jesus. Oh, my God. You're so cute. You're so cute. Oh, my. Can I just... I'm in the middle of reading this, I know, but the other night... So, me, me and Bruce are laying in bed. And she's laying in between us, but her ass is in my face. What? So she managed to get real comfortable, and she was, like, all balled up, but then she flattened out, like, and was stretched out. She just kept blowing farts and blowing farts, and, like, human ones, like, <laughs> And I'm, like, wide awake going, oh, my God, I just want to go to bed, and I couldn't go to sleep, because she's, like, blowing farts in my face, and he's, like, <laughs> everything's fine with him and he's turned the other way i finally was like that's it i'm done because it just i couldn't take no more i had to like make her move <laughs> like, come on. all right so anyway it says the experimental version would require a basic pilot's license to fly the speed of this version would be approximately 250 miles per hour shut the fuck up yes with a flight time of about 35 minutes so for 35 minutes you can fly through the air 250 miles per hour that would be insane. I would be terrified. You could get across the state of Delaware in like 15 minutes. Oh my god, probably closer than that. It's only 100 miles. In an hour? Oh yeah. I mean, he'd be done in probably 20. Yeah. 20 minutes she'd be across. That's, that seems dangerous. I don't like it. It says, although the original design projected four turbines, as shown in the images accompanying this article, the final product will have eight. Two at each corner of the bike to provide safety through redundancy. 
They will also offer impressive power, allowing the roughly 300-pound speeder to carry 600 pounds, a size-to-payload ratio that sets the speeder apart from other VTO or VTOL craft. I don't know what VTOL craft is. The air cycle has also also has hand controls, a 12-inch navigation screen, and a radio system. So you can like jam by you're in an hour in the air flying 250 miles an hour down the road. An updated speeder 2.0 version of the prototype will undergo more intensive testing this summer and fall before construction wraps up. Testing is expected to begin in early 2022. For all its own operations, including future testing, Jetpack has made a deal with Prometheus Fuels, Inc. to use that company's 100% zero net carbon fuel. So that's kind of neat. And it says JPA, which is that Jetpack company, puts the initial price for the consumer version, our version, at $381,000. And a they've fucking house. And they've already taken pre-orders. Ugh. So people are already buying these up. These rich motherfuckers are just be like, I'm going to be glad to It's going to be great. I'm going to buy four of them. Shut the fuck up. Could, wouldn't you be terrified? I wouldn't get on it. And I think it's going to be dangerous. I think people are going to end up fucking dying. I do uh, think it's going to be extremely dangerous. It's, it's, like, it's what are they going to do with them if they fall out of the sky? It's not going to be okay. See, I'm like wondering if they would have something in it to where like if they're starting to get to the end of the fuel, if it'll automatically make it land somewhere. You know, before it runs out and or whatever. how high can it go? Um, I think the one said how high. Did I flip? Did I move over it? I think the one did say. Uh, oh, no. It's not telling me how high it can go. That's so weird. I wonder why it doesn't tell you that. It doesn't say. So we'll have to keep an eye out for it because it's coming out one way or the other. Like, people have already started trying to buy them up. So All that's right. kind of interesting. So, Sally just, um, texted posted this and it's only in your state and it's 11 11 unsuspecting restaurants in delaware with food so good it should be illegal <gasps> oh i hope they have the augustine inn on there right augustine inn's great let us get into it i'm ready let's go grandpa mac in rehoboth beach oh, okay grandpa mac is a new restaurant with two locations but their baltimore ave location is my top choice it's easy to drive right by without noticing but once you visit you'll never be able to pass it up the gourmet mac and cheese make it the most tempting hidden Delaware secret on the list, I think. Anyway, load up the cheese and toppings and enjoy gooey, delicious treat at 33 Baltimore Avenue, Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. All right. Um, The Laurel Coffee Shop in Laurel. And it's just coffee and donuts. Yes, a coffee shop makes my list of hidden Delaware restaurants because not many people who aren't loyal natives know... That the best place to get donuts in Delaware, their homemade donuts are so good and it's worth driving there from any corner of the state. They also make wraps and sandwiches, so if you don't have the biggest sweet tooth, you'll enjoy a bite to eat with some excellent coffee. There you go. There is a goat kitchen and bar. Goat. G-O-A-T. Like, meh, goat. (laughs) In Wilmington. Oh, that looks delicious. I'm late to the party with recognizing goat. No, you're not because we didn't know. I never heard about it either. Go kitchen and bar. I'll admit it. The tiny spot with plain, with a plain sign and a simple storefront finally quipped my curiosity. And would you believe it? Goat is one of the best restaurants I've tried in Delaware. From their unique appetizers like pork belly skewers to goat cheese toast, you'll find dishes you can't get anywhere else cooked to absolute perfection. And that is Plaza 3 Center, 1845 Marsh Road in Wilmington, Delaware. I wonder if I've ever passed that. You know, I think my friend works there. I don't know. Well, it's, not, it's like an acquaintance. It's actually one of those people that are like in Beth's group. You know, I told you yeah. she's got factions of people. 
Um, I think she actually works there. Mm. So there is Striper Bites and Lewis. Okay. Is there anything up here? That, that one was just a Wilmington. We're only on, like, four. Well, damn, how many is there? Eleven. Oh, shit. So it says, Striper Bites has the fanciest storefront of any Delaware restaurant on the list, but I, ha- I had to include it because so many people pass by it. The sir- They serve the best shrimp and grits in the state, hands down. And every other little thing on their menu is fantastic. This is the place to go after a trip, after a day trip to Lewis. 107 Savannah Road in Lewis. All right. Modern Mixture. It's in Rehoboth. Delaware is home of a lot of great Mexican restaurants, but Modern Mixture is one I always come back to. The contemporary take on traditional classics means that you can try something new every time you visit their mussel and shrimp tacos are out of this world. Ooh, mussel and shrimp tacos, shut up. I mean, you would die. You were yeah, no, I can't have that. So Libby's in Wilmington. Actually, I do believe that, no, that was Lucky's. So this is Libby's All right. in Wilmington. Libby's in Wilmington is a true hole in the wall. And unless someone specifically t- takes you there or points it out, you probably wouldn't even notice the simple storefront. If you did pass this place up, you'd be missing out on the best breakfast spots in Delaware mm. with French toast that you'll swear is the best you've ever tasted. <laughs> and that is at 227 West A Street in Wilmington. All right. Um, El Dorado in Rehoboth Beach. I didn't like it. I have been there. I'm going to skip that one. Oh, here's one. The Dog House in Newcastle. Really? I love the Dog House. They got that special break. sauce. The Dog House is a classic spot for anyone who grew up in Newcastle County, but those from the other areas or those new to the state might just pass up on an incredible, unassuming hot dog stand. I'm including them on this list, though, they're a little more well-known than some other spots because I think the doghouse serves the best chili dogs in the world. And that is on Route 13 in Newcastle. All right. So there's Seafood City in Felton, which is, you know, basically seafood. My boss says Felton. Is it Felton? Felton. No, I'm thinking of the one that starts with an S. What is the one that's all the way down at the very, very bottom? Selbyville? I think Selbyville, she's like the asshole of Delaware. Yeah, that's what Because it's like about. the lowest part in Delaware. Yeah, it's Selbyville. <laughs> so, um, here's one in Middletown, which I didn't know anything about. All right. Ten Har- it's called uh, Harper Sandwiches and Such in Middletown. Oh. That looks good. There's no shortage of great sub shops in Delaware, but Harper's in Middletown gets an extra shout out because of how surprised I was when I first tasted the Italian hoagie. I ordered it, and it was incredible. I had no idea this sub shop existed, but now I stop whenever I'm in town. And that is 4390 Summit Bridge Road in Middletown. So it's right over the bridge. Okay. And last but not least, the Georgia House in Millsboro. They missed out on the Augustine Inn. Well, they probably don't know about it because that's still fairly new. Like, you have to understand, until recently, that was a biker bar. It's been around for a little bit, though. For a few months. When was this done? Um, Somebody needs to write in and tell this guy he needs to go over there. I mean, you can tell him, um, but, like, up until recent, February 21st, 2017, so it wasn't Oh, it wasn't even around. Also. Okay, okay. Also, up until recently, that place was Bad News Bears because it was full of bikers and drugs. Yeah. So it took them. Well, back then, when that was written, yep, it was. But I'm going to have Paco take me there because every time we pass that area, I'm like, ooh, Danielle said the food is really good, so I might make it him is. take me. You know what I hate though? Whenever, 
whenever you tell somebody to go somewhere, be like, oh, I loved it. It was so good. Blah, blah, blah. And then somebody goes and they're like, oh, I didn't like it at all. Kind of like what happened with you and the doctor. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I tell you to go somewhere and then you, you, you go to this doctor and now this doctor pisses you off and you hate her. I know, but I hate it. It's so funny. I used to do that with Beth Ann. So I'd be like, oh, I love going to this place to get my toes done. And inevitably she'd go and then she'd have that something to say about them. Because I used to love where I went to get my nails uh-huh. and then you went and it sucked. And then after that, after that, I saw all the imperfections that I had in my nails because of them. Oh, so well, I, you have to admit, mine was like really bad the way they did my yeah, nails. So but I yeah. Went back to On the Rocks. Oh, I guess we're going to have to, like, wrap it up here at some point. All right. On the Rocks? What do you mean back to On the Rocks? On the, there's a nail place right next by, right next to On the Rocks. I go to. Oh, because you said that and I was, like, so confused. But anyway, take us home, Jimmy. If you are listening and you have a favorite restaurant in Delaware that was not on that list, write us in at straightfromthenet at gmail.com. You could also find us on Facebook at Straight From The Net. You could also find me on TikTok at Jamie Hollowball. And we have, you can listen to us and all the major platforms that you listen to your podcast, but we have something that a lot of other podcasts don't. And that is, guess what? We are on New York daytime radio. That's right. Somebody thought it was a great idea to put us on the radio. So were you so proud of me because I didn't know anything dirty about the mail-in? It was I know. You are like, if you have had weird things it, stuffed it, up your ass. It felt wrong. I know. Uh, we're on the WMLD, the voice of Hudson Valley Radio, every Friday at 10 a.m. So you have to check it out because they get this show way before the rest of everybody else does. And if you miss it, that's going to be okay because they replay us on Saturday nights at 7, we think. I, I don't know. We, we should probably fucking check. <laughs> you think Maybe. they would eventually do something about Maybe. it? Maybe. I know. We think they do. We're not sure. Um, at 7 o'clock. And if you miss it, that that's okay, too, because usually I post the podcast on Sundays around 11 o'clock, if I can remember. I actually did a terrible job on Sunday. I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot to do the podcast. I'm like they sitting at Oktoberfest. Yeah. I'm like doing I'm at Oktoberfest trying all kinds of different foods. And I'm like, oh, the podcast. That's right. And, of course, just like Jamie said, you can hear us for uh, ever podcasts are yep, found. Where you like, to check the- us out. Check, check, check it out. All major podcast platforms. Yeah, and if you were somebody that's ever binged our stuff, write us in with that, too, because I would love to give you a shout-out. We always look and we can see them, but they never really tell you who they are. Yeah, I'm fucking tired of these people. I'm gonna need you to fucking show yourselves. <laughs> but anyway, but, okay, we will bye. see you guys next week. Bye-bye.